Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in all things Devils news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked on Devils on Apple or Spotify podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Okay, so I planned out my episode last night and I was like feeling pretty good about it. Um, And then I woke up this morning and so many things happened. (laughs) Um, So for starters... Um, Michael McLeod was called up, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm a fan of Michael McLeod. Um, I watched him in juniors with the Mississauga Steelheads, watched him at the World Juniors when he went a few years ago, um, and I don't know, I like him a lot. Um, personally, I think Nathan Bastion should have been called up, um, over Michael McLeod. Um, however, Michael McLeod's been doing well, um, he he um, has four, nine, and 13, uh, like four goals, nine assists, 13 points. Sorry, I should have explained that. Um, in 24 AHL games this season, um, he's tied for fifth most on the Binghamton Devils with Nate Bastion. Um, and according to Leo Scaglioni Jr. on Twitter, Um, He says, more important than his stats is the tremendous growth in his development over the past year, um, which I think is completely accurate, considering um, he, I don't know, he had, um, he didn't have a terrible year last year, but between last year and this year, he's just been growing and not stopping and not letting his own play be hindered by anything. So I think it's really a good opportunity for Michael McLeod. Um, I believe he goes by Mikey. So Mikey McLeod to be called up. Um, I'm really excited to see what he can do and what he will do with this team. He will not be playing tonight in the game against Dallas. Um, but he has joined the Devils. He was on the ice for practice, I believe. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, good for Mikey McLeod. I'm excited to see what he brings. Um, and with this call up of Michael McLeod, um, Nico has been placed on IR due to illness. So that's really not good. Um, I wonder if he has the flu or something because he's been really sick. So, you know, not good for Nico. I really hope he gets better soon. Um, I hope that he gets better for the team and because, you know, the flu sucks. So hopefully it's not the flu. Hopefully it's nothing worse. Um, Hopefully, I don't know, it's just like a cold that he can't get over. I don't know. Um, In other news, um, Jim Nill, the GM for the Dallas Stars, um, over the weekend was made aware of a, quote, material act of unprofessionalism. Since then, uh, he has fired the Dallas Stars head coach as of this morning. Um, Let me read his statement, um, and then I'll get into the fact that two interim coaches are playing each other, because that's weird. Okay, statement from Dallas Stars general manager Jim Nill. 
Quote, the Dallas Stars expect all of our employees to act with integrity and exhibit professional behavior while working for and representing our organization. The decision was made due to under unprofessional conduct inconsistent with the core values and beliefs of the Dallas Stars and the National Hockey League. End quote. Um, so that's really interesting, and I really wonder what happened to make the head coach get fired. Um, that's just very interesting to me. Um, this is all coming out amid Mike Babcock allegations, the ex-Calgary Flames coach allegations. Um, all of these things are happening all at once, and I think it's a great turn in the hockey world um, that players are beginning to feel comfortable speaking out for their own safety and be their own advocates. Uh, I think that's very important. Um, I might do a whole episode on this, honestly, because I think it's an incredibly important thing for players to feel safe within their work environment um, and not have a toxic workplace, not have a coach that's abusive or a coach that doesn't treat you right and makes you a worse player, you know? Um, a coach that impedes your ability to do your job is not a good coach. So, I don't know. I think it's very important, as I mentioned, um, these players are becoming their own advocates and advocates for each other, and that's huge. Um, Ex-players are stepping up and speaking out. Um, Players now are stepping up and speaking out. I think it's very important, and I'm really happy with this trend of holding people accountable. So something I wanted to talk about today is um, Blake Coleman because he is returning to um, his home state of Texas. Um, So that's pretty important. Um, I think it's always a big deal for players when they play their first, not their first game, when they play games in general um, back home, like where their home was growing up. It's just a big deal. So um, I have a few quotes that I want you guys to hear. Um, I have one from Damon Severson talking about Blake Coleman. um, And then I have one of Blake Coleman talking about Dallas. So let's get into that. Yeah, he's one of our hardest working players, obviously a heart and soul guy. PKs a lot for us and uh, uh, does a heck of a job there. So um, he's always been an energy player and, and works his butt off every time he, he's on the ice. So uh, you know he's going to bring it every night. Um, I really like that quote from Damon Severson um, because it kind of shows what kind of guy Coleman is to this team. Like he didn't need to tell, like he did not need to say he's a heart and soul guy. He didn't need to say he works his butt off. He could have said some like other hockey generic thing. Like he's a good player, brings a lot to the team, blah, 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 gets pucked steep. But he didn't. He was like talking about how he brings it every night. And that just kind of speaks to the type of person and player Blake Coleman is for this team. Um, And I really like that. I really like how close this team is and how each guy brings something to the team and to the locker room. So I really like what Damon Severson said. Um, Yeah, (laughs) and now let's get into Blake Coleman's quote. So let me preface this with um, he skated in the rink that they practiced in as a kid. Um, So that's like pretty insane. Can you imagine like if you were a kid skating in a rink 
thinking that one day you'll um you'll come back and be playing in the NHL and practicing there with your NHL team. That's wild. Um, so the fact that he's actually doing it, it's huge for him. Um, so yeah, let's get into his quote. It's cool. Uh, we've gotten to do it a few times, so it's cool to come back and and be around uh, where you grew up around the game. And um, it seems like a lot's changed around here, but but also a lot's you know stay the same. So it's it's you know it's fun anytime you can spend some time in your hometown. I also think it's really neat that some players are obviously not from North America, so they don't get that opportunity to be playing in their hometown. Um, so I think that it's really cool. Players don't really take it for granted um, that they get to do this. Um, so that's really neat. Um, Blake Coleman, great guy, really solid player for the Devils right now. Um, I really like what he brings to the table. And it seems like he brings a lot to the locker room too, which is very important, um, especially for this team, because they're such a tight-knit, close team that they kind of need each other in a way. So that's really great to see, um, and I really like that from Blake Coleman. Okie dokes, so let's get into the lineups for tonight. Um, there's no change in the Devils lineup from last game. No change because Michael McLeod is going to be a healthy scratch, but let me still read that lineup for you. Um, it is Hall, Hughes, Palmieri. Line 2, Coleman, Zajac, Gusev. Line 3, Bokfus, Zaka, Bratt. Line 4, Wood, Rumi, Rooney, Simmons. D-group rotating, no Heashear, no McLeod. Um, in net tonight is Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, now I'm going to read the lineup for the, um, the Dallas Stars. Ben, Janmark, Sagan, Radulov, Hintz, Pavelski, Cogliano, Faxa, Comeo, Jurinov, <laughs> Dickinson, Perry. So sorry for butchering those names. Um, D pairings, Lindell, Klingberg, Alexiak, Heiskanen, and Sakara Polak. And Annette is Ben Bishop. So um, I'll do a like comparison of the goaltending, obviously, because um, I always do. But for now, um, I want to talk about that lineup. Um, like what we saw in the Preds game as well as what we're expected to see tonight, right? Um, I don't know. I'm... I'm excited, especially about that third line. I really like that third line of Boquist, Saka, and Bratt. Um, I think that that's a really solid line. Um, I don't know. I just really like that line. I like what they bring, and I like seeing them on the ice together. Um, first line of Hall, Hughes, Palmieri, obviously, is going to be a good production line. They proved that um, in both the... Um, Chicago game as well as the um, the Predators game, so not worried there. And then Coleman, Zajac, Gusev. I mean, I love Goose on the second line with Zajac centering him. It just seems like a very solid line. Um, and Goose really has been improving, so that's really positive. 
Um, really good to see. So happy about that. And then there's the fourth line of Wood, Rooney, Simmons, which I don't mind too much. Um, I would like to see Simmons on a higher line, but right now it just makes sense to have him on the fourth line. Um, and he fits fine there. Um, there's no reason why he can't fit wherever they place him, which is something I like about Simmons. Um, so, yeah, that that's about it for my takes on the line. Um, I'm just, like, happy that um, Blackwood's in goal because Domingue hasn't been what we want him to be for us yet. I'm not saying that he won't be. I'm just saying that so far he hasn't been that for us. He hasn't been that solid backup goaltender. So, you know, that's that's something to get into at some point. Um, but not today when I have so much to talk about because so much happened this morning. Um, all right, let's talk about um, the... Let's talk about Nico Heashier being out and what that means for the power play. Because the power play was consistent as they have been like they've been consistent the past few games um as they have been with nico in the power play if that makes sense like they didn't not score but they didn't score more than they had so i don't know if nico being out really is affecting the power play too too much um i really like how the team's kind of picked up the slack of Nico not being there. Um, so I, I'm i not too mad about the power play. I do think special teams needs to step it up overall. I've been saying that all season. Um, I really do think that they need to step it up in order to be a good contending team. Um, so other than that, um, let's get into the goaltending comparison. So Mackenzie Blackwood. He is facing Ben Bishop, both starting goaltenders for their respective clubs. Uh, Blackwood's record is 8-8-4. Eight, eight, and four. Goals against average is 3.05, save percentage 0.899. Now, Ben Bishop's stats are different. <laughs> um, his record is 11-6-2. Goals against average is almost a full point lower at 2.5. One three, and his save percentage is 0.932. So his stats are very different than Mackenzie Blackwood's. Um, I feel like that's gonna definitely play into the game tonight. Is the goaltending? Um, I don't see why it wouldn't, <laughs> um, because Ben Bishop's a very solid goaltender, and I'm not saying Blackwood isn't, but I'm saying that. Bishop has considerably better stats than Mackenzie Blackwood. Um, so I think that it's going to be important for Blackwood to be on his game tonight as well as have a team playing in front of him because sometimes, you know, that D doesn't show up. So I think that he really needs to have them playing a full 60 in front of him as well as he himself be on his A game. Um, I think that's going to make a difference in tonight, um, whether he's on it or if he isn't, because Bishop is almost always on it, and he's probably going to be on it tonight. 
Um, they have a new interim coach, so I don't really know what to expect. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of changes or if it's going to be a very similar style of Dallas Stars play. Um, I don't see why it would change too much. The coaching change happened literally today, um, so I don't see how too much could change. So I'm not expecting a lot of change from the Devils, or sorry, the Stars. Um, so I'm just, I just hope that the Devils can really step it up tonight and be there for their goaltender um, and give him a fighting chance. All right, I'm going to get into players to watch now. Um, so I want to talk about the last five games as well as overall this season, uh, like I usually do. So the last five games, Taylor Hall has two goals. Um, Drinov, sorry if I pronounced that name wrong, also has two goals uh, for the Dallas Stars. Uh, Vatanen has four assists. Heiskanen has three. Uh, Vatanen has four points all of those being assists. Heiskanen has four points, one of those being a goal, three of those being assists. Jack Hughes is a plus one, and Sakara is a even zero. Um, that's interesting that Jack Hughes is a plus one, and that's our highest uh, out of the plus minus in the last five games. Um, that's very interesting. Um, not sure what that says about our team, honestly, <laughs> but it's interesting. Um that's just something to note there. I wasn't expecting to see Jack Hughes there. Uh, I was expecting to see a defenseman because that's usually what it is. But hey, this team hasn't been the best lately. So why not have a good producer being on our top for plus minus, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. Very similar stats in the last five games um, between the players. So... I don't know, something has to be said for that, I guess. <laughs> um, so let's talk about leading scorer, leading points, and leading assists, okay? So Hintz has the, he's the team leader in goals with 11 goals in 24 games played. Sagan, because, you know, you always have to watch out for Sagan and Ben when you play the Dallas Stars. Um, so leader in assists with 17 and 31 games played. And he also leads the team in points. So he has six goals, 17 assists, 23 points, and 31 games played. And he is a plus two. Uh, for us, Kyle Palmieri is the team leader in goals with 11 and 29 games played. Taylor Hall is the leader in assists and points with six goals, 19 assists, 25 points, um, and 29 games played. So, I don't know. The player stats aren't that different. Um, obviously, they're different teams. Um, like, I don't know. The Stars are, what are they, 12th? Yeah, they're 12th in the league. The Devils are 30th. Um, so, I don't know. Um, the, the player stats aren't what I'm worried about. It's things like the power play, where we're 28th in the league and the Stars are 18th. Ten whole ranks above us. The penalty kill, where we're 23rd in the league and the Dallas Stars has one of the best penalty kills in the league at 8th. Or the face-offs. Like, some people say face-offs don't matter. I think they matter most of the time, right? So, I don't know, we're 28th in the league and they're 4th? 
So it's things like that that's just going to make the difference tonight. Um, if we aren't on our A game, they're going to be able to outplay us. So that kind of leads me into the keys of the game, which is confidence, which is almost always one of my keys for the game, because this team needs to have the confidence that they can go up against teams higher than them and still be contenders in the game. Um, I think that confidence isn't a huge issue, but coming out confident um, and playing their style of play right away is going to be huge for them. Um, I know I feel like I repeat my keys of the game, and I feel like they're always the same thing, but we haven't seen much change happen. So I feel like we almost have no choice. They kind of have to be this... um, this consistent on my end because they're so inconsistent on their end. Um, I hope that makes sense. (laughs) Uh, Otherwise, though, I think that tonight they have a fighting chance. Um, I don't know if they're going to win, but I think that they definitely are not going to get completely outplayed. Um, That's my hope for them and my prediction. So uh, with that said, that is about it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Don't forget to follow Locked on Devils on Twitter as well as me at JK underscore Kender, K-E-N-D-E-R on Twitter. Come talk to me during the game. Um, Talk to me about anything, really, about what you think about uh, interim coach Naz, um, about... McLeod getting called up about anything. Um, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts and takes on this. Uh, again, that's it for me. Uh, I thank you so much for listening and go Devils.